Welcome to the e-commerce lab by EcomC. This is the place for everything related to Amazon private label and e-commerce. Learn exactly what you need to start or scale your business. Get insights from the top industry experts who will discuss the latest trends and best practices in the world of Amazon. From choosing products and sourcing from a supplier to setting up your Amazon account and marketing your business, you will hear it here. Let's get started. Here is your host, Vincenzo Toscano. Hello, guys. Welcome to a new episode of the e-commerce lab by Ecomsi. My name is Vincenzo Toscano, and I am the CEO of Ecomsi. Today, we have a special guest. Her name is Laura McCall, and she's the co-founder of Sponsor Profit, which is an Amazon ads management agency. Today's topic will be around what are the five things you should consider when launching your first Amazon PPC campaigns. Now, without any further delay, let me introduce Laura. How are you doing today? Hi Vincenzo, I'm well, thank you. I'm I'm well considering it's a it's a, a, a miserable and wet Monday afternoon <laughs> here in Worcester. So I'm not doing too bad. Might might have something to do with my freshly made cup of coffee. So a <laughs> boost. Yes, I think for us that we live in UK, it, whenever we see a bit of sunshine, it, everybody <laughs> runs out to the parks uh, to <laughs> just get a bit of light. But usually, yeah, the weather is not as nice as other places. <laughs> But anyway, thank you for joining. And of course, before we get started, I just want you to just briefly introduce yourself just to talk about how you got started into Amazon, what you do, and then we can, of course, touch the topic. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Um, well, first off, thanks. Thanks for having me on. And uh, and yeah, my, my name is Laura McCall. I'm um, one of the co-founders of Sponsor Profit. We're a, a UK based Amazon advertising agency. And we've been doing this a little over three and a half years now, but myself and my two business partners, Tim Peatman and Daryl Patterson, uh, we're all former Amazon sellers ourselves. So um, we met at a, a live event in, in Vegas many years ago. I think it was 20, 2015 um, and uh, became firm friends. And, you know, we, um, you know, sort of moved in the, the same sort of seller circles. We helped each other out with our own um brands and uh and then we you know decided to sort of come together and um go from sellers to service provider and um sponsor profit was was started um uh, like i say around three and a half years ago um my own sort of entry into um amazon and the e-commerce space um was completely by accident and and not by design um, I uh, had recently relocated from the US uh, where I was working in, in landscape design. And when I came back to the UK, um, I didn't right. feel like working outside for the <laughs> reasons we, we, yeah. we, we mentioned right at, Good at choice. the start because, <laughs> yeah. of the, because of the lousy weather. Um, and as, as it happened at the time, a, a good friend of mine was, um, was selling very successfully on Amazon. So I was kind of seeing um, you know, her, her post on Facebook about what she was doing. I thought that looked interesting, got in contact with her. And yeah, I thought, okay, well, I've got an opportunity to essentially um, right all, all the wrongs of working with um, frustrating or poorly made gardening products because I'd been doing that in my former career. So um, I saw that as an opportunity to launch um, a gardening and out outdoors brand um, and self-physical products on Amazon. So that's how I came to sell on Amazon. And, and then, as I said, I, I moved from, from selling to service provider uh, a few years after that. 
That's great. That's great. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, I think a lot of people jump into Amazon by mistake, even myself. I used to be an engineer. <laughs> then we see this kind of lap laptop lifestyle. And then once we discover everything that we can do with it, it's, it's not going back <laughs> for sure. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> great. So yeah, let's now jump into today's topic. Uh, of course, I know you have extent extensive experience around Amazon PPC. That's what you guys do. And mm -hmm. I wanted to, of course, touch the, the topic, which is around the things that we should consider before launching the PPC campaigns. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if you want maybe start just giving a, a brief introduction around that topic and then we go from there. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and this is, you know, certainly a topic I know that you can um, speak to with authority as, as well. Um, and, you know, funny enough, before, um, before we, we formed Sponsor Profit, um, I had a, an Amazon um, copywriting business. Uh, and, and so I um, created product listings and uh, EBC, uh, enhanced brand content. And so um, the reason I mention that is is really the one of the first, uh, or certainly one of the five things um, mm -hmm. that you should have in place before you, you know, start running paid traffic to your product listings it is to have a compelling uh, and persuasive um, SEO optimized product listing. Um, yeah. You know, as you know, as a PPC agency, it, it 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 never fails to amaze me at how many times when you know we talk to sellers. Um, oftentimes, the problem isn't PPC; it's the product listing, um, yes. or it's the mm -hmm. product offer. So um, maybe it's a low converting product listing. Um, you know, maybe um, you know. You know, it's a great product, but pricing-wise, it's it's a bit off. Uh, maybe it's not well reviewed. Uh, maybe the star ratings are lower than than it should be. And I know we'll come on to that um, mm -hmm. as as one of the five points. But but yeah, sort of the general offer. Um, how compelling and persuasive is it? You know, the one thing that um, you know shoppers on Amazon are not short of is choice. And yes. so you know, how do, how does your product listing sort of connect? And resonate with your target customer um, and engage them. You know, first mm -hmm. off in in the ad to win the click. Um, yeah. You know, grab their attention, get them to click, um, and then how do you turn that click into a conversion um, and and into a sale? And you know, the way to do that is is to have a you know an offer that you know essentially is speaking to that customer at that point in time. You know that that customer is saying yes. This is exactly what I need. Um, this is going to solve this problem. This is going to, you know, yeah. make my life better in whatever way. Um, so that's really key. And so you know, uh, and it's a big part of you know um, having that having that product listing convert highly. Sort of the organic conversion, the unit session yes. percentage, is 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 really having that compelling and persuasive product listing. And you know, as counterintuitive as it might as it might seem to many sellers, you know, one of the ways you'll do that is 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 by being different is yes. by knowing okay. who you're selling to and yeah. um and to sort of really connect and 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 have that high converting product listing that's great yeah for sure i think the misconception that we have is that amazon ppc if you put thousands and thousands of dollars then that's going to be the solution for your business but we all know that's not the case i think mm -hmm. conversion is always the number one thing we need to fix first which which now brings me to my first question regarding that which is what is usually you is the thing that you advise your clients to to start fixing or testing in terms of to help improve the conversions what is what are those changes you usually advise your clients yeah 
Okay, well, there's 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 a couple, and one we're going to come on to uh, is really important. Is really important um, as uh, I think it's point number four. So I'll, I'll leave that for 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 later on in the discussion. Um, sure. But I think you know, I think the. The, well, first, the, the key thing is is to only be changing one thing at a time. So, if we kind of yes. if we kind of look at the the DNA or the anatomy of a product listing, right? We've we've got some you know fairly sort of basic kind of components that we can look at. So we've you know obviously we've got the title, we've got the bullet points, um, we've got the product description, and we've got enhanced brand content. Um, so, in terms of where you know we always sort of suggest people start. I mean, obviously the title is is super important yes. um but the title is really as much if not more about you know being seo optimized and having the you know the mm. relevant keywords in it but i think in order to kind of grab attention and have people click on the ad because if you think about ads right ads are like mini product listings aren't they yeah. um you yeah. know well certainly the sponsored product ads are you know you're going to get that little box and you're going to get a, a little taster of the the title you're going to have the main image and um yeah. you're going to see the pricing and the reviews and that kind of thing so i think you know ensuring that your you know most relevant keywords um are at the front of your title and and, and also um the main benefit or perhaps you're calling out who you know who that product is for um i know sellers are very reticent to change their title certainly yes. once they're listing they're afraid <laughs> a little bit established um so i wouldn't sort of suggest you know switching it um uh, on a overly regular basis um but i certainly think from an seo point of view if you make some changes there i think you'll probably I think you'll probably see those changes um, a little yeah. faster than elsewhere in the product listing. So I think for SEO purposes, the title, but I think in terms of really kind of setting out your stall um, and and sort of converting that the, the listing, I think it's got to be your product images, really. Yes. I think that's the I think mm. that's the easiest thing to to change because you can you know, you can keep your images separate from your copy because, you know, copy isn't easy. Yeah. Um, I get that. But, you know, quality images that really showcase the product mm -hmm. um, really kind of demonstrate and, and give the, you know, and communicate the look and feel of the product. You know, I think probably the product images are the lowest hanging fruit because, they're you know, you yes. can switch them around. You can try a few different things and then you can kind of hold off, wait, see how the conversion uh, improves and then as I said you know for um, some SEO juice the title would be next and then I think really the benefits um, because you know you have an opportunity there to um, call out you know your target customer um, you know call out their main sort of pain points that your product is going to solve or that kind of thing and I think you know the more invested you are in your product and I don't mean financially or I don't mean yeah. sort of emotionally <laughs> but the more that you you know that you're building a brand that you're passionate about that you are um you know building a brand with products that you know still excite mm. you and 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 that you have a very clear picture in your head who those products are for and why you know i think the benefits section or, or, or the bullet points the, the feature section is where you can really have a lot of fun um so i think you know i think there's a few different places then i think ebc really Kind of gives you yeah. an opportunity to have some fun as well again with images and, and really let the images kind of do the talking and the, the mm. communicating um you know as they say a picture speaks a thousand words so you yes. know those visual aspects of your listings i think are 
are probably the easiest to switch out, but probably require a bit more of an investment to, mm. to get them done properly. Yeah. So basically, yeah, I mean, I've said the entire product <laughs> listing, basically. But images, images, number one. Images are, are easy, I think, to, 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 yeah. to change and test. Yeah, I mean, for sure. Totally agree with you. I mean, I, I can't remember the number of times I have seen people just using their manufacturer images or images just copied from Alibaba. And yeah. it's like, yeah, that's not, not going to work. And as soon as we start using professional images on some of these clients or so people that have, yeah. a, we have seen those mistakes, sales usually improve significantly. Because, I mean, the reality is that most people, I bet even yourself, when you go on Amazon, most people don't don't read the bullet points or the description. I mean, most, pe most people shop with the eyes. I mean, if you have very good images and video, especially video nowadays, also that you showcase the product being used and lifestyle, yeah. I think that's a big thing. Of course, bullet points is important uh, at a certain level, specifically if the product is some technical or you want to showcase specific functionalities. But at the end of the day, if you have the best listening, as you mentioned, in terms of explaining everything perfect by your images and not nice, I think uh, if another person is doing a better job with the image, they're going to steal the cell from you, 100%. Yeah, I think, you know, I think you may have a point. I think, you know, there are there are definitely two types of um, humans when it, when it comes mm. to sort of reading and sort of digesting information. And there's, you know, those with, I think they call it lizard brain who kind of skim. <laughs> Um, yeah. And then there are those that kind of read. Now, you know, maybe I'm a little bit biased because I fall into the latter category. I'm, I'm, you know, oh, that's good. I kind of, kind of, you know, I'm a bit picky and and look at that. But I, and and maybe it's just a bit of a yeah, sort of a pet peeve of mine as well. <laughs> when you see really badly written product listings, and I'm yeah. like, oh, you, you know, that, that, that could yeah. Be, yeah, that could be so much better. But I think you're right with the images. I mean, people do do shop with their their eyes um it is a lot easier and, and and the better the images are so to your point the better the images are the more the heavy lifting they will do mm. for converting that sale right because if you like you say if you're almost um answer it you know if you're answering all the questions that a you know a shopper or you know potential customer mm. will have like well how big is it well, if you've got an image where yeah, like, whatever yeah. your product is, it's on a it's on you know a desk, so you kind of get a sense of scale, or maybe you have an infographic with the measurements. Mm. Um, but certainly, I think those lifestyle images where you can see the product either in use, or you can see the mm -hmm. product in the environment in which it's you know um, used. Obviously, that kind of gives you a sense because then mm. you can kind of picture yourself using that product too. So I think you're right. I think another benefit mm. of of images certainly over copy from a a testing perspective um is is you know services like picfu and you know i'm not yeah. you know paid to uh, i'm not an affiliate so i'm not yeah, promoting them maybe, yeah, but we use but, it. yeah but you know that's just such a great way to kind of yeah get you know very um almost instant feedback and kind of a b sort of test split test yeah. you, you know your images to, mm. to to get a sense of what's resonating so so yeah i think yeah for, for sure um they would be the low-hanging fruit of the low-hanging fruit yeah great great good so now another question usually i bet you get this question a lot when when it comes to launching ppc campaigns is reviews so people mm -hmm. is afraid of launching ppc campaigns without reviews mm -hmm. so what do you usually advise and what do you usually do on, on these circumstances yeah i mean look i mean we we would always prefer to have mm -hmm. reviews and i think as well if you you know, read the documentation from 
from Amazon, if you've done any of the sort of Amazon advertising certification, I mean, their sort of minimum benchmark is they say, you know, don't don't turn on ads until you have fi- at least 15 reviews yeah. and a 3.5 star rating. Now, the 3.5 star rating, you know, we we prefer not to launch products with anything less than a four star rating because we yeah. have found, you know, once you go under four, that conversion really sort of takes a hit. Now it does Mm. depend. There are, you know, some product categories, you know, generally have lower ratings than others, just like some, some categories have sort of lower conversions than others. Like if we talk about apparel, for example, and things like that. So, um, so the 3.5 is, is a bit too low in our personal opinion. We'd always strive for four and, and, you know, again, 15 is, is on, is on the lower side, but I think, you know, having those double digits reviews is is better than than none and and, and social proof is is everything on amazon mm. um i mean i i do i do get that it places more established brands established products at a at an advantage i i was reading a post of um uh, a peer of mine that sort of works in the the, the ppc management space I was reading a post of his this morning on linkedin and you know he he wrote he wrote this really well where he was saying that you know um it, it is difficult for newer sellers and newer brands because you know they are fighting against that sort of um i can't remember exactly what he said but almost that it's not a level playing field when yeah. you've got age data and you've got sales history and you've got products that have been you around a compete. while and yeah. well reviewed it's it's tough to compete um and i think that's how you know some people can kind of maybe go down a, a bit of a black hat path or or, mm. or you know using um tactics or services that aren't you know necessarily compliant to kind of gain that advantage the challenge with that is is that you know almost always you know that that catches up with them at some point so i i get that it is difficult and you know how do you get reviews you get reviews by making sales well how do you make sales if you don't have reviews so you know that kind of um, (laughs) vicious circle has has always been around there's still some ways to do that but i think what it what it's still important to do is is having you know you can still have um, a robust and consistent you know review generation strategy you can still you know ask for reviews you just you know you just can't quote unquote you know ethically sort of well not yeah. ethically bribe people for, for reviews but it, it is really really important but um yeah reviews reviews matter but you know saying that you know the the one way to counter reviews if if you have a low account versus the more established um sellers is is obviously through pricing now again that's mm. not me saying that it, it needs to be a race to the bottom and people need to compete on price but you know as you know when you're launching products let alone when you're launching um ppc campaigns mm. y- you need to pull on some levers to go okay well how am i going to how am I going to to make a sale or how am I going to to win a click? Mm. You know, how yeah. do I com- you know, how do I persuade a customer to, you know, to, to 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 take a punt on my product, which is brand new and has very few reviews? I mean, what's your sense? Because, you know, obviously uh, as mm. a full service agency, this will be yeah. part and parcel of what you what you do. Yeah. We work with partners to um to help on the review side of things. But you know, what what's your general sort of approach and, and, and strategy and, and thought on all of that? 
Yeah, for us, this is the same. Reviews is we usually always try to get at least 10, 15, because whenever we yeah. try to launch PPC campaigns without that, we we find that we spend a lot of budget without any results. And sometimes that yes. data is not even valid for the future of mm -hmm. those campaigns because it's not a realistic a scenario, right? Yeah. So um, usually what we try to do is get the initial reviews. Uh, personally, what we use with our clients is Amazon Vine. It's been working fine with us. So of course you need to have your uh, your brand racer with Amazon, but mm -hmm. uh, Vine is very good. I mean, it has a negative side of course, Vine, because Vine is people is very critic. So if your product somehow has something bad, they're gonna catch up with you and you're gonna right. end up also having negative reviews. But of course we always make sure that before using the Vine program, we validate that the product is good. And whenever we mm -hmm. use it, I mean, you, you can get up to 30 reviews. And then as soon as we start getting 10, 15 reviews, we, we launch the PPC campaigns very aggressively. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Nice. And, 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 you know, and again, I think what that speaks to, and I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing, um, but for those of us that, you know, we're selling sort of back in the, um, almost the wild west days um, yeah. of, of Amazon, you know, qu quality is, is really, really important. And, yeah. and so um, I think it's, Think it's easy to cut corners um yeah. but ultimately you know and, and certainly we see this when it comes to you know the ppc side of things is the more you invest in a quality product obviously and, and you need to be you know you need to be yeah. profitable you need to have a margin to kind of For allow sure. yourself you know wiggle room to invest in ads but you know all of the, the certainly the, the the brands that we work with um, on on the managed services side of the business, they all have quality products. I mean, mm. it's just and it sounds and like must... well, yeah, of course, but it, it it's so important. They're quality products. They're well reviewed. Mm. That you know they're in a cohesive brand. So you know when we were in brand ads and stuff like that, you know we can cross sell and it, it makes sense. Mm. I mean, you know, I don't mean to to digress, but you know, but to come back to that quality piece, it's so so key so i think that you know the more you're able to invest up front in a quality product and quality product photos you know a, a professional copywriter if you're not comfortable or mm. you know whatever it is all of this you will get a return on your investment okay it might not be as easy to measure as um yeah. you know maybe your ppc metrics which is ultimately yeah. then what everyone tends to focus yeah. on it's like oh my PPC is really expensive, my A-cost yeah. is really high. Or, but, you know, if you think about it, um, you know, what will always get you your best bang for your advertising buck is to be investing in all those other things. And I think if you are playing the long game, if you are serious about building a sustainable business on Amazon, you need to be taking all these things into consideration. You know, okay. I, I, I truly mm. believe, you know, the days of, you know, start selling on Amazon for 500 yeah. bucks and, you know, retire uh, on the beach next month, <laughs> you know, it just like, it just isn't yeah. true. It just, it doesn't yeah. work like, like that. Um, and, and so, you know, all these things are really important. And as I said, all of these things will contribute to um, the cost effectiveness and, and, and the performance of your ads. Um, the challenge for us as PPC agencies is we, yeah. we just get measured on the stuff in the campaigns um, yeah. and all the other stuff that, that has an impact, but, you know, it, it is what it is. It's our cross to bear. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and there's so many things that 
play a big role in into scaling your Amazon business. So it's the PPC side, conversion side, review. So I, I think that's why it's so useful to touch all these points because I think sometimes people think that it's just one thing, but when you dig further, so, there are so many moving parts, which is why this must be seen as a big and a serious business. It's not a side business as it used to be. Now it's, mm. it's, I mean, you should have a strategy in place and make mm -hmm. sure you follow them to successfully launch a product. Which yeah, um, yeah. And, and and sorry, yeah. I was just going to say as well, Vincenzo. And I think you know what's also you know really important to -hmm. consider and for people to consider is how all these different elements of your FBA business are all in interconnected. Um, mm. You know, it isn't a case of well, you know, that's my PPC and yeah. that's my SEO and that's my inventory management and they're my reviews and you know they're all different. Um, components within your F FBA yeah. business, but they all influence um, or uh, interact with one yeah. another. And, you know, again, for us having that sort of focus just on PPC, you know, our job is to optimize campaigns, right? And, and to optimize mm. your spend to get the best, mm. best results possible. However, you need to be optimizing all the other parts of your business, right? You need to be always optimizing your organic SEO. You need to be optimizing your inventory management and staying on top of that. You need to be, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, this, you know, optimization isn't exclusive to PPC or, or to your product listing. Optimization is essentially about, you know, improving and, and getting the most out of um, your business. And I think it applies to all all of the other aspects of your FBA business. So I think, yeah, the, the more you can kind of have a more holistic view of that and kind of understand, you know, um, how, how it impacts one another or, or the other parts of your business, I think the better your business will be for it. Yes, for sure. I mean, it's not just that. I think now, which is going to be the next topic we're going to be touching, is I feel sometimes people get the best images, as we already discussed, the best SEO, everything but then they get the pricing wrong, right? So I think you could have the best optimization, you could have the best images, the best PPC campaign, but if the price is not there, it's not there. It's, it's not gonna work, which is my next question is how, how you help your clients identify when they are wrong in the price. And if that's the case, what usually you do, do you usually launch a new product with a much lower price and then you slowly, slowly increase it? Or what is usually your strategy with that? Yeah, good question. So, I mean, you know, we obviously we kind of advise on on pricing and especially when it comes to product launches, that's that's when pricing mm -hmm. is is really Big. key. So, yeah. um we've, you know, been launching products just with PPC for a number of years. Um and 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 so understanding the costs involved that's sort of generally where our conversation starts because what we want to look for is we want to get kind of get an understanding of the client's cogs or their other costs um so that we can kind of see okay so what what do we have for ppc and then what we you know what what, what budget do we have available for ppc what you know how much can we spend to acquire a customer and then of course we'll compare that with you know we'll do some search around you know mm. average cost per clicks you know, yeah. in that category or so forth, or, or looking at certain keywords and going, okay, are we in, you know, have we got a match? Are we in the right ballpark? Is one mm. like much higher or lower than, than the other? Um, so that's where it, that's where it tends to start. Now, of course, aside from that, we'll always again have a conversation and these are experienced sellers where, 
you know, you know, the 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 priority or the goal on on that first shipment on that launch isn't to make a profit. So again, mm-hmm, yeah. we'll, you know, that cost of acquisition, you know, will will be a little bit more generous. Will be a bit higher because we're like, well, look, we want to get visibility, we want to be seen, we want to get traction. How how com- you know how comfortable are you in, in terms of taking a hit? And then obviously, what we'll look at is, um, you know, applying, um, you know, coupons um and you know our amazon coupons aggressively as well to kind of really sort of make that um price point compelling because as we mentioned earlier with with reviews you know certainly pricing is mm. you know a direct lever you can pull to go sure. okay in order to kind of compensate for the lack of reviews we're going to have to do something on the price um and what does that look like but yeah we'll always start with you know the the, the client's numbers the seller's numbers the cost of goods and and and, and have uh, you know, uh, and so forth, and then we'll kind of work out a budget from there, and then kind of get a get a sense of the tolerance for um, for risk and for taking a hit on launch, um, and then obviously look to start you know then putting that pricing um, gradually up as we as mm. we start to get traction and um, and more reviews. Um, but it's always um, pricing conversations are always interesting conversations yeah. with, um, with 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 clients. But again, you know you know it would be remiss of me you know not to say you know we're well aware that you know the average cost per clicks have increased um mm. hugely over the past um 12 15 18 months um cost of goods have you know the supply chain has been interrupted so you know it, it it's difficult having you know a comfortable level of profitability in a product can be can be difficult again especially for newer sellers who you know, maybe don't have a history with that manufacturer or that provider, you know, have, you know, um, a little bit of sort of cash behind them, whatever it is that have that sort of negotiating um, power to kind of get the best possible mm. cogs. It's been, you know, it's been difficult, I think, re- regardless, actually, mm. of, of level That's of cool. experience. Um, but again, it's, you know, because these things for us are key when it when it comes to PPC, you know, if, if you mm. know, if you have very little profitability in your product, it's difficult. It's, difficult. it's really, really difficult to, you know, to, to to go after, you know, there'll be certain keywords that, you know, you just won't be able to go after. And, mm. and, and that'll be it. I mean, sometimes, I mean, I say pricing is, 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 a, is a difficult question to, or rather difficult conversation to have. But at the same time, you know, we work with data, don't we? So sometimes mm. the numbers just do all the talking. It's yeah. like, look, you know, regardless of what i i think you know the That's numbers say that you know this is what it is so you yeah. know think about yeah. it let's see what we can work out but you know it, it you know in one respect they're hard conversations to have in other respects they're not because mm. the numbers are the numbers and so you know we just go by the data and the client can make the ultimate you know decision but um but but yeah it's part, part yeah. of the core i think that's great good good so i think yeah i mean now at this stage for example for somebody that's looking at this episode let, let let's say let's say they have the images right they have the aco right they have the pricing right i think one next important step which i think you're going to be touching now is the indexation of this listing and the gears on the system because we have seen somebody people having all this right but they try to run ppc campaigns but they get no impressions no click it doesn't perform and usually it's due to indexation so what do you usually advise on, on these scenarios? Yeah. Well, I mean, certainly 
you know, for our clients, it's it's the first thing we do when we onboard them. <laughs> we, <laughs> That's good. Yeah, you know, as we go in there, and we're just like, That's okay, um, how, you know, and it still surprises us how many, you know, how, how a lot many, of paper, yeah. you know, sellers and brands, are, you know, not indexed for their main keywords or so. So yeah, and and you know, actually going back to to your question around, you know, images, I think, yeah. Is the first thing to look at and then actually your your back-end search term again you know just yeah. to i think i talked about the title but actually i think i would um actually say in in, in hindsight actually you know making sure your index for your your main keywords is, is really really key because again that'll make a huge difference to um your visibility organically and it'll make a huge difference again to how well your your ads perform and and convert so um and and you know always understanding that you know your keywords change um, over time, mm, and you know you, sure, you yeah. want to make sure that you're you know you're always looking at what are your top performers, mm -hmm. um, you know over a thirty day period, and make make sure you're indexing for those. Because at the end of the day, um, again, it's easier for us because you know we're not you know emotionally or financially invested in the product, but it's easier for us to look at the data. And and for us, you know, your best keywords as I like to say, the keywords that pay the rent. Yes. It doesn't matter if <laughs> the they're not one. the main keyword that, you know, and you'll have this, right? You know, yeah. sellers can get quite emotionally attached to keywords as well, but I really want to rank, mm. you know, page one, position one organic for this keyword, but, you know, but it's too expensive or you don't mm. convert on it, or this is, you know, this is something we need to work towards over a longer time. And, you know, at the end of the day, we're just like, look, your best keywords are the keywords that pay the rent, right? And we yes. can go after other ones, but but sometimes um, I think sometimes you know sellers can get as as we say, you know, married to. Yeah. But I, I, you know, I have to rank for this keyword, and we're yeah. like, why? Put all the volume, um, the environment, and and that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But so so yeah, so and and regularly checking your your backend search terms as well, making sure mm -hmm. you're indexed, because sometimes as well, you can be indexed and then you're not. So, mm -hmm. you know, things like that are, um, you know, uh, are fairly simple, maybe, you know, a little laborious in terms of a task, but, mm -hmm. you know, they make a big difference. That's Indexation great. Indexation makes a big difference. Good. So now um, we have also seen the other scenario, which is people do all the steps and they do wonderful and they launch the product PPC perfect. And then they go out of stock because they didn't have enough inventory. Yeah. So I'm sure you have seen that a lot of times. So yeah. <laughs> so yeah. All the what time. Do you usually do? <laughs> no, sometimes all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if you can touch on this. I mean, what is usually the negative side of this happening and how do you usually counterattack these scenarios? Yeah. Yeah. So, so look, I think, again, it's, it's easy for me to, you know, joke about yeah. it, but it's, you know, it's, 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 it's not, you know, um, a joking matter for, for mm. many sellers. It's, it's a huge, you know, it's a huge frustration and, yeah. and inventory management has, has always been difficult. It is difficult. Mm. Um, you know, I think especially PPC now. is complex. Yeah. yeah, especially mm. now. So I think, you know, PPC is complicated, but inventory management is, is very difficult, always has been. Um, and as you say, it's even harder now. And obviously it's, you know, as well as trying to find that balance of, of getting your lead times right. And again, when, you know, the supply chain has been so disrupted and, and, and broken as it has been over the past 
12, 18 months. It's very unpredictable. Mm. Um, obviously, it's a big um, cash suck on, on your business mm. as well. So, you know, sometimes, you know, having the cash to invest in the inventory in, you know, ahead of time to to kind of um, avoid being stocked out, um, you know, it's, it's, it's not easy. Um, but, you know, certainly, you know, if we just talk about, you know, what does it mean for PPC if, if, if you run out of stock? I mean, as, as, as you and I know, all your hard work in terms mm. of your organic <laughs> ranking, in terms of mm. optimization. So let's say, you know, you've, you know, you're, you've optimized your bids, you know, your cost per clicks are coming down, your um, organic keyword rankings are going up, you know, as, as soon as, you know, you go out of stock, all that good work starts to become mm. undone. And I always, um, I always liken it to uh, uh, visas, right? So I've, I've, I've worked all over the, the world and, um, and in particular in, in Australia, uh, yeah. which I, is very dear to my heart. And I'm, I'm actually a citizen, but sort of as I was going through the permanent residency and the citizenship process, you know, it's all based on the number of days you're in country. Yeah. So you kind of, you're, you know, you kind of, tick 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 you're working <laughs> those days out. and then the minute you go out of the country it goes back yeah. then it goes around again and yeah. I always whenever I sort of I always use that analogy for um mm, you know when you great. run out of stock because it's like you know you've you've optimized you know you've got here and then oh, and then and and of course depending on how long you're out of stock you know yeah. is 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 how long you know maybe your organic rankings your cost per clicks your um, you know, take a hit, and then you've got to kind of, you know, re-optimize to get back in in stock. So, I mean, some of the ways to counter that. I mean, obviously, having as robust, you know, um, a supply chain or in, or inventory or uh, replenishment strategy is is helpful. I mean, I think you know, there's never been a better time to be a three PL. I mean, mm. I think three PLs yeah, are, are nice. just going to be, yeah. I mean, I just think they're going to be part and parcel of how people do business. We 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 do advise, um, and we do have our clients have sort of um, if they have the the, the capability, um, we'll also sort of have the um, create an FBM product mm. listing for them, yeah. so we can kind of make a I'm switch if if yeah. yeah as a backup if they have um, the um, the the capability. But you know, I'm. I'm you know, the bottom line is, is it really comes down to cash, mm. right? And being mm. able to replenish that stock ahead of time. Yeah. So being able to invest in that replenishment, you know, before you've maybe, you know, sold through the revenue. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, your current stock. So it, it's a real challenge, but, but, but yeah, you know, you, you know, again, I remember when I was selling and, you know, you start to run low and you go, oh, that's okay. You know, I can just, yeah. you yeah. know, some stock. And you, you keep know, waiting, and you keep and waiting, and then boom. You know, and you yeah. kind of, you know, yeah. they used to call it just in time um, yeah. inventory replenishment, right? And 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 that's not easy to do now um, because of lead times and also because of cost. So, again, it's it's, you know, it's it's having thinking it through. It's 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 like you know thinking, starting with the end in mind is like okay before I even start investing, and certainly before I start, in, you know, investing my product, start investing in in ads. How much inventory, you know, can I have at any one time? Because, mm. like you say, um, you don't want to stock out. At the same time, you also, you know, it's, it's a balancing act because you also don't want to have stock that isn't going to move, right? Because yeah, then you, 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 you right. get um, the storage fees as well. So it's very, very, 
it's very very dicey again i think that's where 3pls will will come in but 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 yeah it's it, it's it's um it's it's it, it is frustrating to yes. to do your job and to do it well and and then you get a, a panicked email from a from a client saying New star down the ads and bad to run out of stock. We're like, <laughs> yeah. oh, you know, like on I the one hand, that. it's like, well, you know, we're doing our job right, but on the other hand, it's, it's, you know, it kind yeah. of, you know, it sucks. But it's, it's, you know, I think, and and look, I do think that there are some, you know, new software uh, and service providers yeah. in, in the inventory management space now that I think um, are going good. to really yeah. help sellers do better jobs. So. So, I mean, checking those out, I think would be really important as 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 well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think the future of having a healthy Amazon business is going to be inventory management because with the whole uh, shipping issues worldwide, um, manufacturing and all that, I think whoever managed to perfect that side of the business are going to have huge advantage in pricing and everything. So, yeah, for sure. Good tip. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, and, and you know, we've, we've sort of seen that when you know, if you're, you know, if your top two competitors or whatever sell out, yeah, it's your you know, moment. What, what that, <laughs> what what that can mean for you as 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 well, yeah. you know. Um, so taking advantage of that as, as as well. So yeah, you're you're absolutely right. And and yeah, it's an inventory management business now, first and foremost. Yeah, that's that's what this business is about. You're you're absolutely right. Yeah. So well, Laura, I think we cover very good points today. I appreciate your time. I mean, your knowledge is very valuable. I appreciate it. And Thank now you. before we leave, I would like to ask you if you can share with our audience where people can find you, how they can get in touch with you and your agency if they're looking to receive the service. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Um, absolutely. So, so yeah, you um, you can uh, find us at um, www.sponsoredprofit.com um you can find me on linkedin um so laura mccall and um and yeah so i either through the website or linkedin you can um connect with me personally and um yeah if um if you if you need help scaling your ads you know have a have a conversation we'll see how we can help well laura thanks you once again and we keep in touch okay see you in the next one absolutely thank you, thank you. bye take care thanks for listening to the e-commerce lab by ecomc be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. While you are at it, we would appreciate it if you could leave an honest rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. That will make it easier for others to find out about the show and benefit from it. Want more? Visit our website at www.ecomc.com where you can get your first consultation for free. Or find us on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn at ecomc.com.